Dermot and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. Now, these next lads are more cork than having a pint of Beamish at the Blarney Stone with Jimmy Barry Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> James Leonard and Timmy Long, a.k.a. the two Narries, are pure cork, boy. And they're bringing all of that corkness and their podcast to Dublin for two live shows in the Sugar Club. And we're delighted to say that one of the Narries, James Leonard, joins us on the line now. Morning, James. How are you? Morning. How's the farm? Well, actually, what's the... Is that the truest cork greeting we could say to you? Hardly morning, James. I don't think that's the truest cork <laughs> greeting. Sure, there's something else. How's the farm anyway is what I was used. How's right. the farm? All right, yeah. Okay, we can definitely try that. All right, yeah. And does anyone in Cork really call each other a langer? They do, actually. <laughs> they do, actually. A state of inebriation would be langerated. Langerated? <laughs> wow. You're elongating the verbs. I love it. Um, James, is it is it surprising that the two Norries, given how, how Cork ye are, uh, are doing two nights in the Sugar Club in Dublin? That's amazing. Very surprising. It's surprising that people will come to see us in the Opera House, the mine Dublin. <laughs> yeah, we we thought we might be popular in our little northwest Cork City region, but now we get more and more popular around Ireland, which is great. But it just goes to show that the stuff that we, I suppose, struggled with, people all over the country struggle with to varying degrees. We might have different life circumstances, mm. but we feel the same and we have the similar family dynamics and we can use similar supports and techniques to improve our life circumstances, you know. I think that's the appeal. Yeah, and I mean, the stuff you talk about, as you say, is relatable and a lot of it is is life stuff, you know, addiction, overcoming adversity, um, you know, dealing with the ups and downs of life. What is your own story uh, for people who aren't familiar with the podcast? Yes, yeah, for my, myself and Timmy, we're in recovery from addiction. In fact, I'll be 10 years away from drinking a drug in a couple of weeks' time. And yourself. Around, yeah, around this time 10 years ago, I was homeless, intravenous drug use, and in a very bad situation. My health was very poor. I was isolated, disconnected. And uh, with the grace of God, I, I was able to get myself into a treatment centre. And since then... I've done a bachelor's degree, master's degree, various, worked in various kind of roles. And then we started up the podcast uh, during lockdown when the usual supports were closed. If you remember all the uh, psychotherapy, counselling, self-help groups all kind of closed down. And we seen a huge need for it. So we started up the podcast and we teamed it around addiction and crime and recovery because that was our life experiences. And then people from uh, outside of our areas that wouldn't be affected by those issues started tuning in and requesting, lads, will you cover eating disorders? Will you cover domestic violence? Will you cover bereavement or a chronic illness, autoimmune conditions? So it kind of grew then based on the demands of the public, you know? Mm. And when you talk about yourself which I guess to you at times must seem like a different person, you know, 10 years ago. A lot of people find themselves in that situation, but don't manage to escape it. What was it for you that, uh, you know, flicked on that light that allowed you to, to move on from that place? Well, the, the gas thing about it is my mum says that uh, around that time she was in Medjugorje praying, so I can't I can't <laughs> disprove that. So. But for, for me, I think it was a alignment of maturity, 27, 28, you're getting long in the tooth. Uh, consequences through my behaviour were becoming more cute and the, the loneliness, the isolation, just uh, things were getting worse and worse. And I suppose I kind of accepted that this was my life, to be honest with you. 
Um, but there was a few key people uh, intervened and provided me with the support. So we have a saying in recovery, nobody can do it for you, but you can't do it alone. Mm. And that's absolutely for me. So when I was ready to accept the help, the help was there for me. And I still accept uh, access supports today. And I, people might look at myself and Timmy as being champions of recovery and we have it all together. We absolutely don't. You know, it's, uh, it, it, we keep it in the day and tough times. And, you know, we stick to basics. You know, we have our routines and we have things that work for us. Different things work for Timmy, work for me. And uh, and I suppose the key part of the podcast as well is, like, meditation is a big thing for Timmy. Education is a big thing for me. You know, being able to understand the world and join the dots. We've had guests on God was their thing, our fellowships, our, you know, a family. Um, it could be employment. You find something for everybody. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's not a one like us. We try to show people the suite of options, you know, and then if something doesn't work for you, go again. You don't ever give up, you know? Yeah, you try something else. I mean, and you've had such a range of guests on the podcast from Michal Martin, Christy Moore, and Ryan Tuberty, and everybody like that, but... Has anybody surprised you as a guest that you assumed that they never struggled with anything and then they revealed to you on the podcast that no, they really had? Yeah, Mario Rosenstock, actually. Because mm. we thought we'd have... Mario was down doing a few nights in the Opera House, so uh, we were on his podcast, so we said we'd get him on when he comes down. So we thought it might be a laugh, and it was a laugh. You know, Mario is very... Uh, kind of highly strong in the best possible way, you know? Yeah. But he went... And you know, he had his own like, he had his own struggles as a kid around abandonment and family issues are still affect him today. So that was that was a brilliant conversation and it was a conversation I didn't see going down that route, you know. Mm. And we got to really see a different side to Mario. Where would you like to see the podcast go? What kind of people would you like to reach? I I'd like I'd like to bring it to T V in some way. I'd not be a documentary series. I like what Davy's toughest team is about. Maybe something along those lines with adults or mentoring people and stuff like that. Um, we do a lot of work with the prison service at the moment. We do workshops with prisons and we're doing workshops in the community now as well for our target group. Um, people that need it the most that can't afford it. So I'd love to bring it into schools, maybe age appropriate kind of content and courses and stuff like that. Mm. So I don't know where we're going to be in one, two, five years, but I know it's going to be positive anyway. Mm. Absolutely. And you mentioned the prison service there. I was given a tour recently of just the the cells below the criminal courts of justice in Dublin. And uh, I met the prison service, the people who work there and I guess it got, got a little glimpse behind the curtain uh, into a world that I think most of us you know, who've never gone through the prison system really have no concept of in terms of life for prisoners, life for the, you know, people working in the prison services. Is that an area that you'd like people to know more about? Absolutely, absolutely. And through the podcast, we can create transparency and give people a more of a critical education as to who is in prison and what prison is like. Because it's, you know, we like to simplify things, you know, to make it easier for us to understand the bad people are inside prison and the good people are outside prison. But it's not as simple as that. There's a lot of nuance to that. There's a lot of grey areas. And a lot of people in prison are victims themselves of neglect, child abuse, poverty, racism and stuff like that. And when we visited the women's prisons there a couple of months ago in Limerick and the Dorcas, there's, there's a lot of people in there that they shouldn't be in there at all. And they could have 50 euros bail, 100 euros bail, meaning that they have money in their accounts to get out, but they actually won't post bail because they've nowhere to go they're safe or where they are 
So, like, it's important that people understand that too, you know. Well, the live podcast is happening the 21st of May is a Sunday night. You'll have Shane Carthy, he's an ex-Dublin footballer, a Port Marnock man like myself, and Father Peter McVerry, who people will, of course, know from his campaign against homelessness. And then on Wednesday, the 31st of May, Alexander Ryan, the CEO of Goss Media, and Francis Black, singer and addiction counsellor. Tickets on Ticketmaster. Go see the two Norries podcast live. Changing the conversation tour. Two live shows in the Sugar Club in May. We wish you the best, James. Say hi to Timmy for us. We'll chat again soon. Thanks a million, lads. God bless. Dermot and Dave. Weekdays from 9am. Today FM.